Let's reignite the fire in your romance with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070. The answer. You know, there are people who only know about our show for this segment. There's a pastor I was talking to. He only knows about this, what we do here. Not the other, let's say on a Friday, two hours and 45 minutes. But it's the marriage talk segment. He's like, it's amazing. So you know what? Rock on, man. Started this a long time ago, talking about the glory and sanctity and holiness, dot, 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 and steaminess of marriage. Because marriage, man plus woman, can't tear them apart for God and the community. A lot of them do get torn apart, but we just kind of keep you, you know, give you a little help there. Uh, many years ago, I met a man named Robert Kosick, who's a, uh, uh, he wrote a book called Honor the Vow. That's where we first met. Uh, he's a uh, marriage coach and uh, church deacon and has been writing our marriage tips for all these years. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. I was kidding with Tom saying I had a senior moment. I've been dialing this phone number every week for almost six years, and I looked at my phone just a minute ago and go, what is that phone number? <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thought. You know? No, you know what? You're really, on the air, you don't remember who you're supposed to call. <laughs> what really sucks is when you see someone walk by you in the office, you're like, hey, and you're like, Dude, I just forgot that guy's name. That's right. That's that, right. that happens often. That's why everyone around here is dude, bro, general. What's up, Captain? Yo, bro. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. I was telling the story. It's a true story. Uh, in the last segment when Denise was on, uh, it really set the tone of our our marriage. We're very blessed in that when the band was about to play the first song and my brothers hijacked the band and they said, well, we wrote a song. We're going to screw your first song. And we were, like, waiting to hear, I believe in you and me. And Denise was just <laughs> had this look of, like, hey, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to that. And I think, I think what I enjoyed most about that conversation with Denise was, was the story itself was a good, funny story. But I think what I enjoyed most is when she kind of got almost a little choked up and said, wow, I didn't know that you remembered that. You know, you've never talked about that in 27 years. So the fact that you remembered it and it was something special to you and it honored her, that was that was probably the best part of that. Oh, thank you, thank you. I love her. She's so sweet. Um, and and both Mr. Kosick and I are blessed with wonderful wives, and we just want to help share the stories with some marriage tips. The marriage tip is available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Mr. Kosick has now penned two hundred and twenty six marriage tips. Today, today's topic is the five W's of intimacy. I'll read it and he'll comment. Intimacy in marriage is so important that we include a hot and heavy PG-13 rated tip every week to encourage couples in that area. If you want to improve intimacy in your marriage, you're going to have to discuss it with your spouse. The best approach to discuss intimacy is to use the five W's. Here you go. The five W's are who, which is kind of black and white. That's, And I mean this. Your spouse is your only source of intimacy. Gavish, gavish. Okay. So we got the who, what. What you do with your spouse is totally up to the two of y'all, as long as you both agree. Three is the where, anywhere that's legal. Four, uh, when. And this is a typical guy-gal question as to when, because everybody's on different clocks, so to speak. And why, because intimacy is the closest, most personal, most vulnerable activity couples can participate in. So let's talk about it. The five W's of intimacy is who, what, why, where, and when. Go, Mr. Kosick. Right. So okay, a lot of couples typically view discussion about intimacy and sex as a taboo subject.
subject. It's just way too personal. And so we just kind of limp along and hope everything's working right. And if it's not so great, they just kind of keep it to themselves. And then it stays not so great. And what we try to do all the time is encourage couples that, number one, within a marriage, that's a God-ordained, God-glorifying um, activity. So it's something that you should talk about and something that you can talk about in a holy way. It's nothing dirty about it or taboo about it. And it really should be something that you should talk about outside of the bedroom. It's a time when you sit down and say, well, you know, when I did this, did you like that? Or when you do this? And, and just to really help each other out because it's supposed to be something that, that you really enjoy together. It's not supposed to be a one-sided thing or, or a purely physical thing. It's an emotional aspect of it. It's, it's bringing the two of you close together. It, it's, it's two becoming one in, in its ultimate sense. And it's such a special thing that I really want to encourage couples to spend some time and talk about it. But a lot of couples go, well, where do we start? So these five, just starting with the five W's, are very simple things to start with. I just said, who? There is no one else in the world that can meet that need except your spouse. Period, said, and done. Not the movies, not the magazines, not the novels. It's your spouse. And you need to understand that because if that's your spouse's only outlet, then you need to figure out how you meet that, that need. So it, it is your spouse. That's really important. And then the other thing in here that people really get concerned with is timing, uh, how often, what, what is normal for frequency, so the, uh, the when, and that will be different on guys and gals all the time. And so what I always tell couples is a great little story where she says, well, you know, this time of the month I have this cycle, and the week before that's not so great, and then and then it's the week of, and the week after, and so it's just one week that's really good, and you were probably a jerk that week, so that's out. And so <laughs> right, the, right, 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 right. So now we're into the next month's cycle, and so, so the guys are like, you know, when's the best time? And he's like, yes, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what works best for you? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm there. So, uh, so those are the kind of things where couples watch you wind up having a lot of arguments about these things because they have expectations. Some of them are realistic. Some of them are not. And they just go about getting all angry and frustrated because we have this different view of this whole area. And if they would just sit down and talk to each other, then they, they can actually come up with some really fun stuff to do, like like to wear. People are like, well, that could only be in the bedroom. That could only be at night, period. After the kids go to bed. And I'm like... There's a whole big house that you live in, you know, and actually some of the fun stuff, kind of weird, but some of the fun stuff is when you and your wife are together in a particular area, when you're walking through that area, it kind of drums up a little bit more right, right, exactly. memory and excitement about, hey, do you remember when? Yes. And you just kind of fill in the blank. So uh, it's one of those areas I really wish couples would talk more about because it's something that's so wonderful, so special. But it is personal. So keep that in mind when you when you broach the subject. It's a very personal, vulnerable subject, and you just need to keep that in mind when you talk about it. You got that right. Robert Kosick, my wingman on our mission every Friday, 8.30 Central Time, is our world-famous marriage talk segment. And going back to the number one, the, the five W's of intimacy in marriage, it's your spouse and only your spouse. And we just saw that piece of you-know-what, Peter Strzok in Washington, yeah. D.C., where he's knocking boots with a chick with the gums and destroying his wife. I mean, so he has an affair with that woman named Lisa Page or something. And now imagine you're the wife, how the entire nation knows that your husband ran off and was, and, and was being physical. So that's why, yeah. number one, your spouse, yeah. you only fool around with your spouse. That's all. 
And, right. and, and on a more simplistic, even on a more simplistic terms, even if you never get caught, which is highly unlikely, you almost always get caught. But even if you never get caught, every time you come together with your wife, whatever it was that you were backfilling this with, is now brought into the, that relationship with your wife. The memory, the visuals, it's all now part of it. You might as well just bring those people in the bedroom with you. It's, it's that personal. And, and all you're doing is just ripping that relationship apart and not allowing it to be the best that it can absolutely be. Amen. Amen. And the hot and heavy marriage tip on our World Famous Marriage Talk segment with Robert Kosick is turn signals. Uh, it says, when driving, quickly switching lanes without first signaling can catch other drivers off guard ah, and cause them to slam on the brakes. The same is true with intimacy going in one direction and suddenly changing lanes without first signaling your intent may catch your husband or wife off guard. This will cause him or her to slam on the brakes and, and tense up until they understand, what are you doing? To avoid erratic driving... Simply signal your intent. That's obviously sugar coated, but what? Absolutely. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, <laughs> for, for the youths that are out there. For the youths. For the youths. So, so I guess. Yeah, but just think about that. I mean, if, if 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 you have an expectation and things are moving in a certain direction and you think it's going to continue going in a certain direction, all of a sudden, boom, switch lanes. <laughs> They're going to slam their head against the window. They're going to be totally confused <laughs> and totally mess things up. And you're like, you know, some people like that. Most people don't. So all I'm saying is if you're going to be doing that, just like you would in your car, you should be behind your car, which my wife gets on me all the time because I never use my signals because we're in Houston. If you use your signals, you can't run off the road. But right. in, in intimacy, uh, if, if you signal, say, hey, you know, I was in this area for a while. I want to move down to that area. If you just jump from area A to area D, that could cause a problem if they weren't <laughs> expecting the change in direction. Is that PG thirteen is straight? I don't know. I think I think we're I think we've let PG thirteen land, Mr. Costi, but that's okay. All I know is this check hasn't hit that twelve second kill switch yet, so we're good. God, you're right, right, David. Corporate hasn't pulled the plug. Uh, so that's the hot and heavy marriage tip. It's available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, for our world famous marriage talk segment for today, thirteenth day of July. Uh good stuff, man. That is good stuff. Well, I hope we help you, you folks out there, hope you keep the, the motors running as it did when you were first married and you all get back to bumping into each other in the kitchen and grabbing cheap feels by the fridge and enjoying yourself, as we always discuss, and, and, and pay attention to the glory, sanctity, holiness, and steaminess of marriage. Mr. Kosick, always great to have you on. Thank you so much, Sam. Hey, have a blessed weekend. You too, sir. You too. You're the missus. All right, let me get to the break. What are you playing, Mr. Tiller? What is it? That's um, Sergio Mendez in Brazil, 66, Night and Day. Some wow. Frank Sinatra also recorded. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, big love song, my man. His version was good. From my time. <laughs> no, Frank's version was good. Well, Not so was this. <laughs> Back in a second, AM 1070, the answer. 